In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our text for meditation this evening comes from Psalm 103, verses 1 to 4 and 8 to 12. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love, He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. I want you to just take a couple moments and quietly meditate on these words from David. Just let let God minister to you for a minute. One of the favorite ways that someone has described devotion time to me is that uh, like getting a massage or going out to eat where we just we come before God and we let God serve us for a while. We stop doing everything. We stop being and let God be to us and for us. So just just take a couple minutes and uh yeah, see if one of those passages works on your heart.
I don't know if you've succeeded in quieting your mind enough to benefit from that. Hopefully so. I know that it took, it took me a long time as I meditated on Psalm 103, I felt like uh, I just wasn't getting it. <laughs> you know, David, David is having this, uh, this moment where he's, praise the Lord my soul. He's talking to himself, reminding himself of all of these things God has done. And uh, as I tried, I felt like it was just kind of hitting a wall. But after, you know, I think it took me about a week. Uh, the verse that really stuck out to me was verse 14, which uh, <laughs> apparently it's not on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he knows our form. He remembers that we are dust. And this comes after all of that. All of that because God knows that we're just dust. I went out for a skate this morning, and it was kind of the first morning that fall really hit me. And fall does a funny thing to me. It just, I think it's, it's because it's beautiful, but it's, it passes by so quickly. Like in the fall, you become so conscious of time moving. And you know what's coming afterwards. And so there's kind of that bittersweet thing where you're trying to soak it all up, but you know that like you're going to blink and it's going to be three months into winter and you're going to have cabin fever, you know? It's the thing that, that it testifies to me where I'm going to end up. That I'm just dust. And I think that's sort of similar to why verse 14 comes after all of that. There's something about our worthlessness that makes God's love so unthinkable. That much greater that, that blows our mind that much more. Like we are just piles of dust and everything that we can possibly accomplish on this earth is going to end up the same. In verse 15 and 16, David sort of brings in the idea of the flower blooming and all it takes is the wind to pass over it and it's gone. And that, that is us and our lives. And yet God loves us and has compassion on us and looks to us and to our needs. But we have no worth in ourselves. And it gets worse 
than the whole dust part of it. You sort of, it's, it's the foil to God's goodness, right? There's no need for mercy and compassion and forgiveness if there isn't the other side of the coin. We're not just dust headed towards dust. We have angered the maker. We have done what is evil. You get senses, not explicitly, but he doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. He doesn't say what we deserve. He will not always accuse. He will not keep his anger forever. But where we really understand what we are, I think is in, in the verses where the gospel is the sweetest. In verses 3 and 4. It's kind of like you wake up and someone tells you that you've been in a coma for a couple of weeks and you feel pretty bruised and battered and you can see you know you've been kind of stitched up here and there and you think okay something pretty terrible happened uh, but you don't really have any idea until the medical bills start coming and you see this surgery and that surgery and that surgery, and all the things that they did on your inside that you can't see or feel, and the medications, and things playing out over months. It's the same way in verses 3 and 4. We understand most how needy we are because of everything God had to do for us. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases who redeems your life from the pit. The words here are pretty specific and they have the idea that the sin is not it's like a living thing. It's a destructive thing. And these diseases, they come from the sin. The sin that we do affects our lives and eats us up on the inside. It has things that play themselves out and get worse and worse and worse. Our sins dig a hole for our lives. But God, forgave. God healed. God redeemed. And he crowned. And more than that, he does still. This worthless, sinful flesh this dust, he knows it. 
because he came and took it on himself. He knows just how frail and fragile we are because he came down in the flesh and bore all of those weaknesses. And in his death, he became the one who forgives Our guilt is now his innocence. And that is just the beginning. Forgiveness is just the beginning. He stands ready to heal every single thing, every disease, every ailment. He is there to mend it. The great physician. And every pit that we dig for ourselves. Because we know it's not a one-time thing. These pits are all around us and we constantly need to be redeemed from them. And he is there for us. Pulling us up and redeeming us every single day. Merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Just as the sky outside is the same one that David walked under, so that mercy and compassion of the Lord are unchanging. From generation to generation, there is no place on earth you can go where his love and compassion will not cover you over like the dome of the heavens. There is nothing you can do that you cannot hand to the sun and have it carry it across the rest of the world. So great is his love for us, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you with new sins and new ailments and new dangers that the destruction of sin has caused in our lives. And we look to you to forgive and to heal and to redeem and to crown us with the love and compassion that your Son has won for us. We thank you for this time to rest in your word and to be fed by you. Send your Holy Spirit to work this blessing of yours in our soul for the rest of the week as we strive to please you in all we do. In the name of Jesus, your Son, and covered by his blood, we boldly ask these things. Amen.